Glorious is the new covenant in our Lord Jesus, and glorious is the new covenant ministry. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo's sermon on 2 Corinthians chapter 3 in this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, is truly blessed to bring you these Bible study programs, part of Pastor Greg's series on Heavenly Authority. And if you would like to access our audio library of in-depth studies, they're available to you 24-7 at www.shiarjashub.org, along with articles and information about our church. When we left off, Pastor was quoting from John 8, verses 31 and 32. Now, here is Pastor Greg with the conclusion of the message. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Through Jesus Christ, the veil is taken away. And then Paul repeats this in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, in verse 15 he says, But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. So the veil covers the mind, it covers the intellect that can't understand it. The veil covers the heart, makes the heart hard. They can't receive it. They're blinded in their minds. They're blinded in their hearts. Verse 16, nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. He repeats it. The veil goes away in Christ. When we turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You are free. You're set free from the blindness. It's like all of a sudden seeing the blind man who receives his sight. When we come to Jesus Christ, the blindness goes away and it all makes sense. We know why we're here. We know why things are the way they are. We know why the world is the way it is. We know the hope we have. We know that there's a creator God. We know that God has a plan for our lives and we can feel and see the work that his spirit does inside and out. He is with us and in us. We wake up. We see. Hallelujah. In Christ, the veil is taken away. And he says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. When you're talking to people, and it's just not getting through to them. The only way it's going to get through is if they receive Jesus Christ. The veil is taken away. It has to be a work of the Holy Spirit. That does not relieve us of our obligation to witness, to testify to Jesus, to speak the word, and to speak it with boldness. But something else is needed. We have to also get down on our knees and pray, and pray, Lord, you're the one that has to do the work. Through your spirit, take the veil away. Take the veil off their hearts. Soften their hearts. There has to be a prayer time relinquishing and understanding that only the Lord can do it. 
Only the Lord can pull away this veil that Satan has placed over their eyes and over their hearts so that when you speak the next time, it makes sense. When you're witnessing to someone, don't forget to pray, Lord, and it's very easy to do if you're caught up in the conversation, you're thinking about what they're saying to you and you want to give a, a good answer back. But also pray, Lord, touch them by your spirit. Take the veil away from their eyes, from their hearts. Because really, unless the Holy Spirit does that, the words you're speaking, they don't get it, they don't see it, they don't understand it. The work has to be done through the Spirit of God. Notice it says here, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Holy Spirit brings Jesus into our hearts, into our lives. The Lord is the Spirit. They are three, but they are one. The beautiful mystery of the triune nature of God. They are three. There is Father God, who is the Creator, who is so almighty, so omnipotent, we can't even begin to imagine Him. The God that creates all things, that creates existence, that creates time. There is God the Son. He allows us to see Him. He gives us the only image of Himself in Jesus Christ. God the Son, who is one of us that we can speak to, we can relate to. And then there's God the Holy Spirit, who comes and lives inside of us and changes us, who is the gentle Spirit of God that remakes us, who hovers over the water and when there's chaos makes the order. From the Father, through the Son, in the Holy Spirit, in the power of the Holy Spirit, the one God who does all things, the Lord is the Spirit. In Romans 8, 9, the Holy Spirit is called both by Paul the Spirit of God and the Spirit of Christ. In Philippians 1.19, Paul calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Jesus Christ. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you're receiving Jesus Christ. He shows us Jesus. In Acts chapter 7, remember Stephen is brought before the high priest and the council of Israel. And he proceeds to open the scriptures to them and to show them from the Old Testament that Jesus is Messiah. And then in verse 51, he says, You stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. You always resist the Holy Spirit. They hear the word of God and the Spirit of God is testifying to them, but they won't receive it. Their hearts are dull, they're hard, they're uncircumcised. And he says, you resist the Holy Spirit. And when they heard that, uh, verse 54, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God, the exceeding glory of God, and Jesus standing at the right hand of of God. When we're full of the Holy Spirit, we see Jesus. Here, Stephen actually receives a vision of Jesus. But we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit to see Jesus Christ, who he is. You know, nowadays, with this Da Vinci Code and everything else, I just was speaking to a man at the chess club the other night about this. There are so many crazy images of Jesus. People like using the name because it somehow approves whatever nutty thing they believe in. 
But there is only one Jesus Christ, the Jesus of the Scriptures, the true Son of God. And when we're full of the Holy Spirit, that's when we see Jesus. We see the glory of God. He gazed into heaven, being full of the Holy Spirit, and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, they don't want to hear it, and ran at him with one accord. They don't want to hear it, and they're unified in it. Pharisees and Sadducees, you know, they hate each other, but they're unified. They don't want to hear this gospel of Jesus. You will have people who can't stand each other from different ideologies, but they'll be very unified against you because you believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the overwhelming hatred, and they close the ears. They don't want to hear. They don't want to hear. They're blinded. Verse 59, and they stone Stephen as he was calling on God. He calls on God and says what? Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. They are three, but they are one. He's calling on God because Jesus Christ is God the Son. God the Father, God the Son. He's in the spirit. He sees the glory of the Father, and then he sees in the mist Jesus Christ. And he cries out to God, saying, Lord Jesus, he prays to Jesus, receive my spirit. In Galatians 4, 6, it says, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit of Jesus into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And that last section I read in John, in John chapter 14, if you love me, keep my commandments, verse 15, and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Through the Holy Spirit that Jesus is sending from the Father, Jesus comes inside of us. The spirit of the Son. The Father sends the Spirit of the Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Jesus says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Down in verse 23, he says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. So when you receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, you receive the Father and you receive the Son. They are three but they are one. And we'll just close by rereading in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. The captives are set free. The veil is removed. We're free from sin. We're free from the penalties of sin. We're set free from Satan from the world, from ourselves, from bondage to rebellion. We're free in Christ to live onto eternal life. And there may be those listening to this sermon and you don't understand what life is all about. You don't know why you do the things you do. You don't know how you can possibly change and become the person you know you should become. You don't know where the answers are. 
you feel like you're going through life blind. But for a moment, God is lifting the veil. He's giving you a glimpse of the glory of Jesus Christ. And now is the time to turn to him and see. And let the Holy Spirit bring Jesus inside of you. Now is the time to be set free from your bondage. By praying the prayer, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins. Lord, come into my life and save me. Open my eyes to see. Open my ears to hear. Open my heart to understand. Send your Holy Spirit upon me, Lord Jesus. Make me born again into life. And Father, I pray for all those who have heard this message and pray that prayer. Lord God, that you would do a wondrous work in their lives. Lord God, that you would remove the veil, that you would rip it, tear it in two. Father God, that you would bind the blindness of the enemy, that you would take these people from him, Lord, and set them free in Jesus Christ. In the precious name of Jesus, in the excelling great glory of the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You can find information about Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle on the web. The address is www.shi'arjeshub.org. Besides location and time for services, you will find an archive of our radio programs and commentaries by Pastor Greg. It is a great site to share with your friends for serious Bible study. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. May the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve him.